Welcome back to the uh, Something Heavy cast. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, we took a little. We had to take a little. Uh, personal issues arose, and we had to take a little bit of a. Of a, like a, a, a little hiatus. Hiatus. Yeah. We're back now. As always, I'm your host, Katie Lang, and with me is uh, Margaret Cho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um. Yeah, so welcome back. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. It's a. Uh, Something Heavy cast is a, is a geeky. Yeah. Ner- nerdy cast. We talk about all things nerdy. All things nerd and geek related. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We're doing a little restructuring also with the channels. You'll be seeing a little bit of different stuff going on. Yes. Here. With Koo. Yeah. Stick with us. Um, let's kick it off a little bit. I wanted to talk about, I just happened purely by accident um, to see the uh, the live stream announcement for the new Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, okay. Because um, I, I, I was just like clicking around on websites this morning mm-hmm. and then it was like, the live stream starts in like a minute, and I was like, "Oh, I guess I could take ten minutes out and check this out." Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's called Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yes, it's about victory, what they thought was going to be for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's Syndicate, and it looks pretty good. Now, I haven't seen any of the, any of the footage. I've just seen still pictures. Mm-hmm. It, it appears that it's in London. Okay, I know that much, and it's in the somewhat modern-ish times. It's during the Industrial Revolution. So... Like, right right when that's happening. So it's just, like, right at the end of Victorian London-ish mm-hmm. kind of deal. So there's, like, they're, like, building, you know, trains, and cars are starting to happen, I guess. Yeah. But, like, they're still walking around and like... Or they're using, like, horse-drawn carriages. Right. Which you can drive now. That's pretty cool. And, like, I'm assuming like hop on top of and yeah you know they're gonna do you know chases and are you, and like i'm wondering if there's a horse-drawn carriage going through we used to be able to hop inside and hide when you're being chased that would be cool and they didn't, they didn't show anything like that they showed you driving it okay but like not hiding in them you know because you gotta hide somewhere yeah yeah have they said anything about who the characters are or how this relates to the bigger assassin's creed Sort of. I mean, they've talked about the character. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, you know, you mainly play as a dude. Okay. And I don't remember what his name is. And, okay. But, like, it has to do with him and his sister who were raised in the Assassins. Okay. So they're already Assassins, and, like, he also leads, like, a street gang called... I don't remember what it was called. It's like the Rifts or something like that. It's, it's very Warriors. Yeah. Okay. And so he's got this thing in his head where he's basically like, he's like, kind of like Warriors. He's like, if I can unite the gangs, mm-hmm. if I can run all the gangs, then we can take over. Okay. Like London. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the government sucks. So we're going to unite the boroughs and the gangs and then take over. All right. Um, I don't know how that works out where, like, I'm an assassin, but I'm also a, a gang leader. Yeah. Because, all right, yeah. I'm intrigued. Um, is, is it, it's not uh, an MMO, it's a actual release yeah. game? Yeah. Game release. It's going to be a base, you know, It it's very Assassin's Creed. It appears to be. And I like Assassin's Creed. I do, too. Uh, what they've shown so far has not been, like... 
it, it doesn't seem they're trying like they're trying to reinvent the wheel all that much. Well, I think that at least with Assassin's Creed, like that's kind of their bread and butter. Much in the way that Call of Duty, you know what to expect from a Call of Duty game, you know what to expect from an Assassin's Creed game, and you don't necessarily need that much, um, you don't need so much of a reinvention of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think the reinvention and the um, rejuvenation of the series comes in with what you can do in that time period. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, weapons are more advanced, and you don't just need swords, you can have guns now, and you know, stuff right. like that. Yeah, and... You know, I noticed with, because uh, I played through Unity last year, mm. which everybody hated. I liked it. I mean, it was all right. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't see all those bugs and glitches that everybody else did. But wasn't that just because it was super rushed? Apparently. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, people are talked about that, like, that that's, that feeds into the whole, like, pre-order stuff, and, mm-hmm. you know, so everybody's like, just don't pre-order it, just buy it when it comes out, We just need to show the companies that, you know, they need to... St- start putting out finished games again. Yeah. Which I totally agree with. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever pre-order anything. I tend to buy video games on a whim. And, uh... <clears throat> but, I mean, it looks good. I mean, I like the, uh... Like, London looks cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's getting a lot of that verticality back that it had kind of been losing with, um, like, Black Flag and stuff like that. But, like, Black Flag is also my favorite, though. Yeah. So it's kind of... And, and and people have been calling for kind of a reinvention of like the way that you move, mm-hmm. um, which they kind of tried to do a little bit with Unity, uh, which I appreciated because it had that so- sort of like it was like one button moves you up and mm-hmm. then another button moves you down, so it made it a little bit easier. Although you get stuck a lot, okay. Um, and a lot of people were basically like, "Well, it's too little, too late." Um, so I, but they didn't really talk about that either. They're like, I, so, I mean, it looks like it, you know, it moves like they always do, mm-hmm. but who knows if they're going to do anything different with like the controls or anything like that. Well, like setting it in, um, industrial age of London mm-hmm. to me, is like, okay, that's cool. That's a step in the right direction in terms of like bringing interest back to the series. I, Cause I feel like you had Assassin's Creed three and then you had Assassin's Creed, um, the black flag. black flag and then you had unity mm-hmm. and then you had all like the little side games like the one on the psp yeah and then you had like you know the expansion packs where you're the the assassin in africa yeah like why didn't that dude get his own game that looked badass i never played it but it looked really cool well yeah it was, um adwali yeah yeah because like and then in the games they always like purport him as like the most badass assassin ever well, yeah, he's this giant black dude, and he's got, like, huge blades on him. Yeah. Like, if I saw... if Even if I was a Templar-trained killer, I'd be like, oh, this is gonna suck so much. Yeah. Well, and I guess, like, his story is that he was a slave, and then he freed himself, and, like, an army of slaves, like, 2,000 slaves or something. Mm-hmm. And then so... And then they all just sort of joined him as, like, a pirate on his um, ships and stuff. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's totally dope. See, so I, I, I wonder... I saw art online... And obviously it wasn't concept art, it was just fan art. And people were saying that they would want to see an Assassin's Creed game set in ancient China. Mm-hmm. Not ancient China, but, you know, just like, you know, mm-hmm. in China or in Japan. I was like, well, that's so simple. Yeah. Like, why don't you guys do that? either that or set it in the future? Well, they had that one that just came out, the, the like, 2.5D the Assassin's Creed Chronicles yes. China. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of fun. I played a little bit of it. And that takes place... Um, 
I'm not sure of the years or whatever, but it's actually it's like when Ezio is uh, like old. Oh, so like in the late 14, early 1500s. Yeah, because okay. he's like your mentor. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. So like, he trained you. Um, it's funny that Ezio became like the main protagonist of that series. Yeah. I, I, you would think it would be Altair, the first guy out. Yeah. Like, he was a one and done. Yeah, well, I mean, he kind of sh- he showed up in the other games like a little bit. Yeah, but not like Ezio. Ezio becomes a grandmaster, and yeah. he goes from this like snotty, shitty kid, and the next thing, he's, all of a sudden, he's just got like a full beard, and his robes are all dark, and he's like, he's in. Yeah, he's... you get like his whole life. Yeah, exactly. You get his whole life, and I think cool. everyone else, you just get like little snippets. Yeah. Um, and you would also need to see them do something from the Templar side of the game. Yeah. Well, I actually I just started playing uh, Rogue. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Rogue. Yeah, that was the other thing. Like, it seemed to me like there was a there's like Assassin's Creed is really like they're pushing that game hard and they're doing new releases all the time. Mm-hmm. Is that do you think to make up for the purported you know failure of Unity? Well, I don't. I'm I'm not entirely sure. I mean, Rogue came out at the same time. Yeah, and um, it seemed like everybody liked Rogue but hated the other. I liked it more. Yeah. Well, I mean, so far I haven't finished it. Mm-hmm. And. But the thing, the thing about Rogue was that it took, like, the cool stuff from 3 and then the cool stuff from Black Flag mm-hmm. and kind of melded them together. Okay. Which I feel like that's what Unity should have been. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. And then also, like, the protagonist of Rogue is, like, an Irish dude, so... So it, it speaks to you? It speaks to me a little bit. Yeah, see, there haven't been any Hispanic assassins yet. No. I don't think there will be. Probably not. That's mean. And racist. Well, well, and because like, you know, you, you can't tell until you start getting into these games mm-hmm. how closely they tie them together. Yeah. Because it's like Rogue takes place when like Connor's a kid, mm-hmm. and um, I haven't even gotten to the part yet where he like turns on the assassins and becomes a Templar. But they, I mean, that's like the whole story of it. Yeah. But like right now, I'm like hanging around the. Uh, the the farmstead, the homestead mm-hmm. that you're in in three. Yeah. But it's like Connor's a little kid. Oh, for real? Yeah. Crazy. And like, uh, what's his name? The the guy who runs the place that becomes Connor's mentor. Oh yeah. Like I he's he's not he's not all old yet. He's like <laughs> younger and like just you know he's not all fucked up. So he's just like walking around. He's like a legit assassin. I. I like these Assassin's Creed games, and I, and I really love them, but I think the major drawback for me is that the story of Desmond Miles, mm-hmm. I feel like they shot themselves in the foot, where it was like the resolution was just like, eh. Yeah. And you don't really care yeah. about that part of the game. I feel like they're really backing off of the like the modern day stuff. I think they, sh- they should to an extent, because that, it, in my opinion, what I saw online, what I read online, you know, that's a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Like, so is this, that's it? The world's going to end? Great. Awesome. Fucking awesome. What was the point of all this then? Well, and it's, I mean, they, they've, it's gotten kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. I, have you played Black Flag yet? I haven't played it yet. Okay. Well, and it's not, it's not really ruining anything for you, but I'm just going to tell you. Um, so the way they kind of shoehorn it in now is that, uh, like, the Templars have started, like, Abstergo, mm-hmm. their little company. They've started... A video game company, a virtual reality video game company, mm-hmm. using footage from, you know, these 
uh, from the games. Okay. So it's like, in Black Flag, the modern parts of it, you are literally uh, like a game tester developer dude mm-hmm. at Abstergo Entertainment. And you're going in to, like, they have they have the body, they have Desmond's body. Okay. And from his DNA, they're extracting the, the memories. Okay. And you're playing a guy whose, your job is to go in and basically get footage for, you know, of Edward Kenway. Mm-hmm. For Abstergo's release of Black Flag. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. I guess and so. Like, and and it's kind of it's got this weird little thing where it's it's like the the people who run it they're essentially using it as a way to get all these people to like mine all of this data to find out all this information under they, the pretext of it being a video game. Yeah, they're putting it out. They're putting them out as video games. Okay. So every assassin now now every Assassin's Creed game so far mm-hmm. since whatever Three. one. Three mm-hmm. is that when Desmond dies? Yeah. Since three is like, you're playing, basically, the game inside of the game, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's just all very meta. Yeah. Okay. Um. I see. Again, I'm not 100 percent in love with that. Yeah, I'm not either. But they're paring it down like a lot. I think that they should. I think they should just focus more on telling the story of the of the assassins versus the Templars. Yeah. And just tell that story. Now, the first one we saw with Altair, Assassin's Creed, was set back in 1191, I think. Yeah, it was during the Crusades. Yeah, so my question is, how much before that? Like, are we going to see, like, a bar- like a barbarian assassin? No, I don't, like, I don't think Games? so, because I, I, I think that it's... I think it's pretty well set that, like, um, the, the leader of the assassins mm-hmm. started the assassins. Yeah. So... There can't be anything before that. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So in, in Assassin's Creed 1, yeah, that's like the earliest we can go. Yeah, because I think it, like Altair is like second generation assassin. Okay. So it would be 30 years earlier, like who cares? Yeah, at okay. the most. Yeah. That's, that's fine. I just, I would like to see different time periods. That's yeah. all. Yeah. I'd like them to put out a modern one. 700% modern times. Yeah. That would be cool. I think it'd be interesting. I could get used to that. I would like to see a future Assassin's Creed. Yeah, that'd be cool. I just, I've always felt that, like, I mean, with the whole Desmond thing, I always assumed that there would be a Desmond game. I think everybody who played it did. Everyone, I think everyone assumed that after, because, um, you know, you had Assassin's Creed 1 and you had Assassin's Creed 2, but then you had Bloodlines and all the other, like, yeah. side stuff. And then when 3 was coming out, I think everybody <clears throat> assumed that it was going to be all Desmond. Yeah. But, you know, obviously that's not what happened. We went to the Revolutionary War with Connor, and I still think it's a great game. Yeah, I mean, it just, it didn't engage me as much as the other ones. That's understandable. I just think the, you know, the trailers hooked me. Yeah. Like seeing him, you know, the, you know, revolutionaries are losing that battle, Mm -hmm. and then Connor just walks out one dude all, I got this. Right. Watch me, and then he does all this cool shit, and everybody starts rallying behind him, and George Washington's watching him. You know, yeah. lead the fight and like that's that's pretty dope. Right. I want that. I want to have that adventure. <laughs> right. There's this and there's with this especially with Assassin's Creed where they have that like you know, like character of Desmond Miles 
going in back into his DNA memory and, and reliving his ancestors' adventures. It, it, it served as a very good parallel for the player mm-hmm. to do the same. It's like, oh, I'm going back into my DNA, and I'm going to play as my ancestor, who was an assassin, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. I think that's really great. Yeah. Um, have you heard anything about the Assassin's Creed movie they're doing? Not much. I mean, I know that... Who is it? Uh... It's uh, Michael Fassbender. Yeah. And uh, I, I, you know, he's he's working on the script with people. He's very involved in the project. He absolutely wants to start shooting it this year. And mm-hmm. I didn't know he was that much of a fan of the games, if that's the case. Um, I just, I'm trying to, I struggle to think of a video game adaptation that was good. Like a movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's been one. Maybe there's been one. Because I remember watching uh, <laughs> The Prince of Persia mm-hmm. with Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. and just thinking, that is a piece of shit. Yeah. It's terrible. There's some good fucking actors in that movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool. I, I mean, I, I, I think this year's going to be a good year for games. Yeah. You know, you have that new, it's coming out this year. Yeah, I think it's in October, and, and, you know, I hope that they do something to sort of, I don't know, I, I, I hope that they do well with it, because I, I like the Assassin's Creed games, and Ubisoft's been fucking up yeah. this past year, mm-hmm. and it, like, so far it looks good. My, my only real complaint with it is, is that, like, you know, they had this whole, like, 10-15 minute presentation on mm-hmm. it today, and I watched the whole thing, and it was like, I like the setting, I like the way the characters look. I like the the, the costume. Mm-hmm. Although it is kind of silly because he walks around in this sort of top hat. You know, he's got his costume stuff. And they talk about how, like, in, you know, all the other games in their time periods, mm-hmm. it's perfectly reasonable for people to be walking around with swords and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, in this time period, it's not. Yeah. So they've they've kind of scaled that back a little bit. So it's all, like, they've got, they're, they're, they're leaning a little more towards, like, closer combat like brawler type con- combat yeah and he's got you know like little blades and shit hidden everywhere yeah it makes sense to have a knife he's like pulling them off you know he's, he's got like giant like machete kind of shit and he pulls out of his jacket um which is kind of cool but i imagine that they're probably gonna you know just bite even more off of like the batman combat you know the arkham games yeah yeah but you know that's okay i mean it, it works it does but and then they showed like the you know the the uh the hidden blade the wrist blade yeah yeah, and it's got, like, a whole new thing now where it's, I don't know, it's kind of steampunky. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. But, like, like the, the darts, that's, like, integrated into that now. Cool. So you, you shoot the darts from it. And then now he has, like, a like a grappling hook kind of thing. I, I like the sound of that. Which is pretty cool. That's you know, he's, like, he's like running along, and then he's just, like, poof, and then, like... Well, yeah, it's all, everything's all pneumatic now. You can do that back yeah. then. It seems to me that they're being a bit inspired by the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies. I, I'm seeing a bit of that, and I'm also seeing a little bit of, like, gangs in New York. Yes. Because they're going to have this, like, gang warfare kind of thing. That's kind of the feel I got from the pictures I saw, that yeah. it was like, they were almost taking a, you know, butcher pool. Yeah, kind of or, or like, uh, what's, that, what's that show, uh, Peaky Blinders? Maybe. Ah, that's a good point. I yeah. still haven't watched that on Netflix. That's pretty good. Okay. But yeah, and, and that seemed kind of cool, you mm-hmm. know, it's like you're all facing off and, like, got all these dudes behind you, and then, like, there's, they've got the other gang, and... You guys all run at each other? this whole... Yeah. That would be cool. Shit. I always wanted to have that in, like... Uh, do you remember the Warriors video game that came out? Mm-hmm. I don't, you never had big brawls. 
Yeah. Like that. It wasn't like one or two dudes on your side and that was it. Yeah. No, I was like, I want to see all the Warriors versus all the Baseball Furies. Yeah. Or against all the Jones boys. Yeah. It's a cool. big old, like, 30 on 30 rumble. Yeah. It's an outsider shit. <laughs> but so that was so that was the big news today. Um, but I also wanted to talk about, I mean, we took our a little bit of time off, but then the big news last week, video game-wise, mm-hmm. was um, that Silent Hills got canceled. Yes. Which is a lot of bullshit. Like, what the fuck is Konami doing? Well, they, they, I think we as gamers didn't know how bad things were until Kojima was like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm out like, of he's here. Ta- he's, he's out, and then he's taking his name off of the new Metal Gear. Yeah. He, well, remember, he would retire. He said, I'm not making any more Metal Gears. I'm yeah. done. And then he was like, no, I still have a story to tell. I wanna, I'm going to get back into it. And now things at Konami are so bad. And he's like, I'm walking away from my property, mm-hmm. and I'm striking my name off of it. Fuck you guys. That's crazy. It is. It's totally nuts. It and makes, then it... they're like, and then and then with with Silent Hills is like, not only have they lost him, but now they've also lost Guillermo del Toro. Which when you have Guillermo del Toro wanting to come in and work on a video game, you're just like, okay, here's a giant bucket of money. Right. Well, I mean, how the whole it? fucking thing was like, how could. You know, and I'm not, I don't, I don't own a video game company, but I play a lot of video games. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, it seems like if I was running a video game company and I'm like, I've got a project going that is being, you know, helmed by Kojima, mm-hmm. produced by Del Toro, mm-hmm. starring fucking Walking Dead dude, who that everybody loves. Norman Reedus. Yeah, Norman mm-hmm. Reedus, starring him, and it's Silent Hill. Slam dunk. Like, you don't really have to do anything, you just kind of have to get out of the way. Yeah, and so it, it again. I think that in the coming days and weeks, we're gonna see Konami collapse in on itself. Yeah, I th- I honestly think that they're in much more trouble yeah. than people realize. Yeah, because I mean, I you know, I don't have a PS4. No, but I you know, I watched a couple of like walkthroughs of uh, PT. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which was like the teaser for uh, Silent Hills mm-hmm. that they put out, and even just watching it. I was just like, who put all this poop in my pants? Like, it's scary. it seemed like this was going to legitimately be, like, the first really scary game that's come out in a long time. Yeah. And I was looking forward to it. It, it. I was considering, like, well, like, that was one of the considerations that I might pick up a PS4 in the future. But now um, I'm like, hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I remember reading it and reading the article, I think it was on IGN. And then talking about, like, the, we don't understand how this turned into such a giant clusterfuck. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think anybody anybody does. I think that we're going to find out a lot of shit, and it's going to be really bad. Konami's going to look terrible. Yeah. And it sucks because they have a very storied video game history. Like, you know, going back to the first, you know, Metal Gear. Um, and then, yeah, I remember playing Silent Hill fucking decades ago, what yeah. it feels like. And uh, it was... Just terrifying. Yeah. I was actually scared playing those games. Yeah. I, mean, I was never... I'm a big Resident Evil fan, as we've discussed here on the podcast. I, I love Resident Evil. Yeah. But I always felt that you always had a chance, because you're armed, and you're fighting monsters. Like, okay, I've got guns. Like, I can get better guns. I can upgrade my shotgun. I can blow a hole through an elephant and call it good. And, like, I'm not I'm not worried. Like, I have a chance. Mm-hmm. In Silent Hill, you're good and fucked. Like, yeah. from the jump, you're done. <clears throat> yeah. And yeah, because you're just walking around, you know, you, you maybe got a pipe or something. You've got a pipe. And you're like, 
there's all these rapey zombie monster things running around. Like, there's all these ghost children trying to catch me and do stuff to my to my moist parts, and I'm like, I'm terrified. No, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah there were scary games, mm-hmm. and to see this, and it it really kind of upsets me again as a as a, a filmmaker and a fan of Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you disrespect somebody that talented? Yeah. Who was like coming to you was like, I want to work on this project with you. Like, I, I want to make this the best horror game ever made. Yeah. I, I don't understand how that became complicated. I don't understand how Konami, which obviously it, it, it's never been like the video game company, mm-hmm. but when Metal Gear came out, mm-hmm. no matter which Metal Gear came out, it was they were obviously leading contenders. Right. How they just fucked everything up. I just don't get it. It's it's really really depressing. Yeah. Um. Have you watched the trailer for Black Ops Three yet? Yes. Okay. Now you played. We discussed this on the last podcast, and not not too much at length, but it's something I wanted to ask you about. Now that you've seen it, do you feel like it's ripping off Deus Ex? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that it's ripping off. Or would you say it's at least influenced? It's definitely influenced. Having having never played Deus Ex, seeing the way Metal Gear, uh, Black Ops Three, excuse me, is is shaping up, it makes me want to play Deus Ex. And you should. Okay. Because they seem to be they seem to fit well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you should. It, it's, it's pretty good. Um, speaking of Black Ops, I was playing Black Ops Two with mm-hmm. my nephew yesterday, mm-hmm. and we're having a grand old time. We're both we're running the our team yeah. multiplayer. He's first place, I'm second place. I don't care about that. Yeah. What shocks me is the number of quick scopers that exist on the Call of Duty servers. Kids are just like, oh, there's somebody, kablam! There's yeah. someone else, kablam! How? How? Yeah, I don't. Come on. Yeah. That's a bunch of bullshit, right? It's a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And, and you guys using scopes? In um, we were playing a uh, hijacked mm-hmm. on that map, so they're inside the ship. Close quarters combat, quick scoping people. No. Yeah. I, I, I think there's some high level fuckery going on. Well, I mean that's that's true. That's out there. I it's I've noticed that the more the newer iterations of Call of Duty that there are in the world, the older stuff, people are out of they're just they're running across the sky and yeah. they're and it's like the the, 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 the only people that got There's only people that are the people who hacked it. Yeah, they live hacked it. They've got lag switches and all that kind of stuff going on. Yeah, those are the only people that left because everyone else is like, "Fuck it, I'm done." Those and they're playing with those like, uh, you know, those controllers, the modded controllers, the modded controllers that they're not that you know. If you were to play Advanced Warfare with a modded controller, you get flagged and banned. Yeah. Okay, but on Black Ops Three, they're like, "Ah, fuck it." Yeah, because nobody cares anymore. Exactly. I put in Modern Warfare Three. Seriously, dude's like morphing. It's it's like the Vision is coming after you with a shotgun. It's just morphing through the wall. I'm like, what the? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, nope. Yeah. Eject. Yeah. I'm done. I popped in uh, Titanfall for the first time in a long time mm-hmm. uh, the other day. No. And I was sorely disappointed. Because it was just all that? No. I didn't even get into a game. Because no one's playing it. No one's playing Titanfall anymore? When I... when Because I, it, it has, you know, when you're, when you're uh, you know, setting up your game and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. It has on there, like, like, the stats of what's going on. Literally, I popped it in... I think it was like a Friday or Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. and in the entire world, 
there were only a little over 5,000 people playing really Titanfall because yesterday when we put in Black Ops 2 there was like 75,000 people still playing Black Ops 2 really yeah that's yeah. sad like nobody was playing Titanfall well which is a bummer because I really fucking like that game I think that the the, the next Titanfall is coming out right I'm sure it is well I, I assume that Titanfall's popularity will of course spike yeah. but like I noticed that uh, there's a new DLC coming out for um Destiny yeah and it's like I played Destiny I was really into Destiny for about a week. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I don't care anymore. I'm not trying to be a dickhole about it. I'm just like, eh. Yeah. Like, how many times am I going to come to this fucking planet and do the same thing over and over again? That's the biggest problem with it. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about this before, but the thing with Destiny was always just like, it's one of the most expensive video games ever made. Mm-hmm. Where did that money go? Because it didn't go into the story. It didn't go into, like, length. Game. No, it's that game is fucking short. Yeah, it is real short. Yes, yeah, so where did all that money go? I, I paying Peter Dinklage, probably paying paying Bill Nye. So he just show up and go, yeah, we're going to this planet. No, I think he was always like, like, it is a witch. No, <laughs> I think he was like, oh, mm-hmm, okay, okay, and actually, so. yeah, Guardian, blah 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 blah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. You know, someone else thinks like he turns it on, and then he'll cut. It's off. And he's like, oh, I got a shit. Yeah. It's. Yeah, I mean, I it was. Know. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Destiny's a beautiful game. Yeah. And there's a lot of things about it that are cool, like being able to ride your little, you know, your your um, Scooty Puff Senior. Mm-hmm. Where it, it was never fast enough for me. The Doombringer. Yeah. And it's good. And then like I love the fact that you can have like this massive hand cannon. Mm-hmm. Okay, now tell me something about this. Was was it shockingly easy to pull off headshots in that game? Kinda, yeah. Especially with a hand cannon? Yeah. I'm just right now, I'm like, oh, basically doing a quick scope. Boom, it's a headshot. All right, then boom. You yeah, know? those hand cannons were totally headshot guns. Oh, yeah, and I love I love mine. In fact, that's yeah. my primary weapon. Wow. But, I was like, okay. Yeah. I've headshotted the, and the dudes respawn in the same place every time. Mm-hmm. And you said it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is, this is burring for me. Yeah. I'm not enjoying this anymore. And then it didn't help that I got two free games, one of which I really enjoyed was Devil's Cartel. Right. Like it didn't get the the best reviews, Star Wars, yeah. but I think for fun, it was just fun to play. Mm-hmm. You know, maintaining cover, upgrading your weapons, blind firing. You know. Yeah. Also, it's just a, it's just a fun game to play. You know, the thing about Army of Two is I think that it, it um, like the whole series just kind of got a bad rap, like an unfair. I think it, I agree. Because everybody's just like, oh, it's just this, like, chest-poundy fucking bro game. It's like America, oh. Yeah, and I'm like, and Call of Duty isn't, like, the biggest game franchise in the world. Dude, seriously, like, in Call of Duty, you're basically riding an eagle. Yeah. While shooting terrorists in the face. Yeah. Like, that's all you're doing in Call of Duty. Yeah. But, like, you, but in, in uh, you know, Army of Two, at least it was just, like, these two guys who were, like, friends and partners mm-hmm. and like they're doing their job or whatever mm-hmm. and yeah okay they're like high-fiving and shit but like that's but, what buddies do right think about it like if you and your best friend got training to be tactical operators like you're a bad motherfucker yeah and you and your best friend are rolling into juarez mexico or wherever the hell the game takes place mm-hmm. i don't remember and you're fucking up a cartel just the two of you for a good portion of the game you're absolutely going to high-five and bump chests and, like, just run around shooting your guns in the air because, yeah, yeah, you're awesome. 
Yeah. Painted and, skulls on your little mask and shit. Exactly. And, like, and it's like, you know, I beat the game. Uh-huh. And then you're able to get this, like, sick devil mask. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm acquire that. Yeah. And I'm playing it just so I can hit level 19. I'm playing it through again just to hit level 19 so I can get unlock the, the biker tactical gear. Yeah. Because I want to have a full Mad Max thing going on. Nice. In uh, preparation for Fury Road. Nice. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. See, I think, and this is this is my this is my thoughts on the matter, I think that the Army of Two people, if they ever make another one, mm-hmm. they should, they you know, they should put it out, but put it out to where you have the option to play as women. That would be cool. But have them have the same kind of fucking personalities and shit. Yeah. So it's like two chicks just, like, fucking mowing down a whole, like, army, mm-hmm. and then, like, high-fiving and, like, you know, tip bumping and yeah you know that would be sick to see a chick yeah and i mean chick in the best way possible yeah firing a machine gun so i'm out of ammo throw that bitch across her back grab her shotgun and start and blowing legs off of you know that was the thing is like i i was playing the game and my daughter walks in she's like can i watch it like yeah sure yeah not realizing oh this is full of like violence and swearing yeah and i uh went into um your fucking turbo laser mode mm-hmm. where like you're invincible for like a good 15 seconds or however yeah. long yeah. and i'm just spraying bullets and body parts are flying and i can just see her kind of getting this like glazed over look i'm like all right pause you need to get out like this so i'm trying to not murder your soul just get out of the room <laughs> like, i will play this when you're asleep yeah but i think that's what they should do and i think it would save their franchise honestly and i just i'd also be curious to see what people's reactions to that would be like the people who just like they they you know, because I remember when, when Devil's Cartel came out, mm-hmm. by that point, because that's the third in the series, yes. isn't it? Like, by that point, you know, like, reviewers and stuff, all these fucking internet hipsters. Social justice warriors. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, but... You are. Obnoxious. Um, to see what their, their reaction to this one will be. Because they, you know, they just sort of passed off Devil's Cartel, I think, sight unseen. Because mm-hmm. they were just like, oh, it's just this super bro, patriotic, you know... I male did. fantasy bullshit. Exactly. That was the thing I was going to bring up. Was that it's, it, it, this is the quintessential male fantasy of being, you know, uh, you know, unstoppable killing machine, wiping out a cartel single-handedly. You know, and saving, you know, you know the country and the world because... But it's like, okay, so what? How, how is Die Hard not a male fantasy? Yeah. How, how is, to a certain extent, Star Wars yeah. not a male fantasy? Like, it's... Just, uh, I think... I'd like to see it. And, you know, and that actually kind of brings me into, um, because I got, I got really, I got done with Battlefield Hardline. Like, it's just, I, I think I'm kind of, I think I'm done with, like, their, their multiplayer, mm-hmm. like, the whole thing, is it's just, it doesn't seem to work for me anymore. So I got rid of that game. I was done with it, and I picked up the new Mortal Kombat. Okay. Right? Which is amazing. And I've been putting, like entirely too many hours into it but um but there was another one where i like and i forget which side it was i almost want to say it was like kotaku or something Mm -hmm. where it was like this article coming out where it was like oh uh uh what's what's the 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 chicks sonya blade yeah sonya blade it's like finally sonya blade is a character like a real character and it was mainly because like she's wearing army clothes now like legit it's like, oh, because she's a general now. And so she's covered up. So now she's a legitimate character. She wasn't in any of the other games because she dressed sexy or whatever. Okay, 
Have they not played Tekken? Have you seen Christine Montero in that game? Like, her clothing is held on by, like, bubblegum and starlight. It's, like... Yeah. I'm amazed she's not fighting naked. Yeah. I don't... Look, well, I mean, in the whole fighting genre, I mean, like, even fucking Dead or Alive had an entire spinoff. The entire point was is to, like, is to put the female characters in bikinis and watch and them play, play volleyball. volleyball. Yeah. And watch their, their, their tits bounce around. Yeah. Okay. See, that's what I don't get. It's like, what, in the original Mortal Kombat, yeah. Sonya Blade was in that ridiculous green spandex bullshit. Yeah. And everybody was like, okay, they were more concerned about the violence. Yeah. I'm like, you guys, how is that any different? Yeah. She, in fact, she was probably the most covered up in the game. Yeah. With the exception of, like, Raiden. Yeah. Like, didn't you see Johnny Cage? He was wearing bicycle shorts, for God's sake, and no one had a problem with that. Yeah. Ugh. I don't, I don't like that. Sonya Blade was always a character, and I remember a lot of guys playing as Sonya Blade. Yeah. She was tough to beat. Yeah. I don't get it. It's, you know, I don't know, it's it's the whole attitude and stuff. Well, it, it seemed really weird to me that it was like, you know, this, these reviews, and they're talking about, you know, how... Now she counts. Now she counts. And, like, let's not even talk about the fact that, like, the fatalities and stuff, mm-hmm. like, they've gone just out of control. All right. With this stuff. They're hilarious. And... And and it was actually the first time I've seen I've seen people playing it online and stuff, mm-hmm. and I actually kind of felt bad my, like about myself, <laughs> because people are like watching you know like these videos that I've been seeing of people playing it and then they're seeing these fatalities for the first time and they're literally like, oh my god, uh, uh. And I know for a fact that when I watched all of these fatalities, my reaction was always like, <laughs> like every time. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. then you got to remember, not everybody has seen Dead Alive. That's true. I've been I've been conditioned with you're, this you're stuff since I was jaded. Like, yeah, young age, yeah. I just I saw the trailer, the commercial, mm. on on uh, was it Sunday, for the fir- for the first time, where Jason Voorhees is for some reason in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and they're gonna have uh, Predator soon. Why? It's a stunt. Okay, it seems stupid that you would have Jason Voorhees in there, but he seems to kind of fit. I don't... I guess... Like, like I was watching some play, gameplay sense. video... Yeah. ...of him. And it's... I don't know. It's Mortal Kombat. It's Mortal Kombat. Okay. But they... Like... Because they have this whole thing now where everybody has, like, three different styles... Yes. ...that you get to pick. Mm-hmm. And, um... Th- th- those, actually, I thought were really interesting with uh, Jason. Because they... You can tell that, like, the Mortal Kombat people like the Friday the 13th movies. Okay. You know, it, it isn't fully a stunt. Like, you could tell that there was at least, there's at least a portion of the people who work on Mortal Kombat that are like, we're putting fucking Jason in this. Yeah. Yes. Because, like, they have, uh, like, one of the styles is, uh, I forget what it's called. It's called, like, Invincible or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you get defeated, like, in, in a round, mm-hmm. Like, I guess you could do, like, a certain button combination. And so he's, like, laying there, and he'll literally do, like, the sit-up from, you know, the, the movie. Mm-hmm. And then you get, like, it's, like, a quarter or half of your health back. And you get to go after him again, and, wow. like, the round doesn't end. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. And then they have, like, one of them is just, like, he's got a machete, and that's, mm-hmm. like, the whole thing is just him. Just hacking away at people. Hacking away at people. And then the other one, which I think, when I get him, I'll probably play a lot, is the Relentless one. And it's, like... 
it's it's basically like the teleport move that a couple of the other ones have but okay. it's like you know this like swamp mist comes up and he just sort of walks into it and then he then it pops up on the other side of the screen and he just like walks out of it it's very menacing looking which i liked well, so what do you have to do to unlock him you have to buy him. you have to buy him you can't unlock him yeah see okay that's and we've discussed this before too and it drives me insane the constant barrage of additional expenses for video games. Mm-hmm. It, it upsets me. Mm-hmm. With Call of Duty, new maps, okay, I can understand that. Yeah. Because, But again, I think you should be able to buy them with your Microsoft gamer score. Yeah. Like if you have 10,000 gamer yeah. score, you have 10,000 Microsoft points. Well, I think, like, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. Like, I'm okay with some DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's kind of shit with Mortal Kombat. Right. Like, I will never pay for skins. No. Like, I will never do that. Okay. Sorry. Like... For it to like, look different... Like, different. cosmetic shit? Never no. gonna happen. Um, Like, unless you pre-ordered the game, mm-hmm. like, you have to pay for Goro. And, like, he's, like, a couple of bucks. But I haven't bought him yet. I don't care. Goro, who cares? Yeah. Who's a shit? Who's actually gonna? Are the people who are like, I can't wait to play as Goro? I think there are. Okay, whatever. Well, then you guys, those guys are stupid. Yeah, they're all stupid. It's kind of weird, but it's Liu Kang or nothing. <laughs> He's the hero. Damn it. I guess. I, I see. I play Kenshi. Okay. Well, I've really gotten into one of the new characters, which is Cassie Cage. Oh, Johnny and Sonya's shit yeah. daughter. Yeah, she fucking kicks ass. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Is like I, I like playing her because. For whatever reason, I'm good with her, mm-hmm. and I whoop ass with her, not for any other reason. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what we were talking about. Is like, I think people have like a wrong idea about like the mindset of people who play games. I think Gamergate really hurt video game players. Yeah, made made all video game. It made us all look like sexist pigs. Yeah, which is like, no, this is our thing. Girls can fuck off. They they can only play if they're hot. Like, no, dude. I if I'm playing Call of Duty and it's me and a bunch of girls on my team, I just want them to be good. Yeah. I don't care what they look like. I just don't want to fucking lose. <laughs> yeah. Like if it's me and like five chicks and they're all kicking ass and I'm stinking up the joint, yeah. that's fine with me. I'm like, hey, we still won. I don't care if they're girls or dudes. I don't care if they're transgender or what. Like just be good. Yeah. Like I remember back in the day when when I would go to the arcade, we had this um. Here in Albuquerque, we have a mall, Coronado Mall. Mm-hmm. It's like the main mall. And there was an arcade in there called Tilt. Yeah. And inside Tilt, was it was a pretty decent arcade. Yeah. But I remember back in the day, going in and watching girls playing Killer Instinct. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing girls playing Soul Calibur. Yeah. And kicking the shit out of everybody. Because mm-hmm. girls, for some reason, always pick the characters that no one else wants to play. Mm-hmm. And they just whip everybody's ass with it. I saw a girl playing Street Fighter 2 as, as Ihana, mm-hmm. and she was dropping guys left and right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that happened. Yeah, I don't doubt it. In the long, long ago, but it happened. Yeah, I don't know. It's, people are, I don't know, people are silly. It's just that weird... I mean, it's just, for me, it, it boils down to, you know, and I don't want to get into the whole Gamergate versus Social Justice Warriors thing, the like, too thing. much. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of it, I think, is... Simply, um, people overlooking, like, simple facts. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Occam's razor going on. You know, it's like, 
It's like, yes, I will agree with the fact that the majority of video games are geared towards guys. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it's been since the beginning, because it's, like, as far as development goes, it's always been uh, dominated by developers who are guys, mm-hmm. played by guys. Mm-hmm. And not to say that there hasn't always been girl gamers, which is true. I mean, I grew up in a house full of women. I have a lot of sisters. And they all played games, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, re- I have a distinct happy memory of me and one of my older sisters playing through the entirety of Super Mario Brothers 2 together. Mm-hmm. You know, and she was really good at it. Like, she fucking duck hunt. Serious business. She but, never the gun up to the screen? No. No, she was, like, on the couch, like, as far as, like, the... The controller would go? Yeah. And she... Like, you would... Like, she didn't lose. You just had... She just was, like, done whenever she was done. Mm -hmm. She was like, oh, I'm on, like, level 60-whatever of Duck Hunt. I'm done now. You can play Mario, and she just chuck a controller in my face. Like, okay, fine, I can play. But... Hours later. yeah. Yeah. But, statistically speaking, guys have always... I mean that more that, in like that's the girls are a minority, and and the thing is is that I don't I don't doubt that there is some sexism going on in the industry. Absolutely. And the reason I don't doubt it is because there's sexism that goes on in every industry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And but I I don't think that there's like this this concerted effort to keep women out of like video game development or whatever. I, don't like, I think that there's a distinct lack of women who want to become video game developers. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you were to look at a lot of the reports, statistics, things like that, that's probably true. And so if if somebody doesn't want to do that, then they, they don't do that. I mean, for whatever reason, women historically don't want to be video game developers. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. No, if... if and just as I think that there's absolutely some sexism... On the turn, on the side of the players, who again, like I know that there's this like weird old boy mentality, old mm-hmm. boys club. Yeah, I should say mentality when it comes to video games that like, you know, this is our thing. Girls used to just look down on guys who play video games, and now you guys want in because you realize how cool they are. Well, it's too late. This is ours now. You go do something else, guys. We want women playing video games. You yeah. know why? Because then eventually they're gonna want to play video games with you. Yep. And when video games, much like a tickle fight. It always leads to something fun. Yeah. Just saying. It's true. Like, if you and your chick are playing Call of Duty against each other, or you're playing Street Fighter against each other, or Mortal Kombat, or whatever, and you guys start winning and betting stuff, I'm getting clothes are coming off, people are doing things to each other, and that's with their mouths, and that's fun. Yeah. Everybody wins. Yeah. So, and not even just from a sex standpoint, but, like, it's badass to see a new generation of gamers, mm-hmm. male or female, yeah. coming in. Like, I took my daughters to, to, not to get too off topic, but I took my daughters to free comic book day. Mm-hmm. And the comic book store we went to is right directly across the street from my house. Mm-hmm. We went in there. I would say over half the people in there getting comics were female. Mm-hmm. They were there for free comic book day. Mm-hmm. They also ended up buying comics. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, girly comics, like My Little Pony or whatever you would consider to be a girly comic. I saw a girl buying a uh, Grendel. Right. You know, the old Grendel yeah. comic? Like she was yeah. buying, like, a thick, like, omnibus of it. Nice. Yeah. 
And there were girls looking at Magic the Gathering cards. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, like, do I have 20? Can I spend 25 bucks on that card? I'm like, fuck, yeah, you can. Buy that, whatever it is. Get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, yeah, like, I bought my daughter some comics. I bought them some, my younger daughter likes Archie. My older daughter wanted My Little Pony. That's fine. But they also got the Secret Wars preview. Yeah. And one of them was trying to let me get her a zombie comic. I'm like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> nope. I am not going to get yelled at for nightmares. Not today. Right. I don't have it in me. Yeah. But, like... Whatever girls are coming into, whatever women are getting into that traditionally has been a guy's, you know, medium, yeah. who cares? Yeah, it's, it's, that's silly. The more people buying video games, the more people buying comics or watching, you know, Avengers or whatever, male or female, that's good. Yeah, because then a, we'll get more. We're going to get more of that yeah. stuff. And, the, and then the other thing, too, and, is, and, and I know that I, I tend to, I probably sound a little, you know, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on the side of Gamergate. Obviously. Yeah. You know, I don't, like, hashtag Gamergate or anything like that, but I, I, I lean that direction. But I will say this also, guys, if your girlfriend who, uh, you know, like, traditionally is not into that sort of stuff, and then she's like, hey, let's play this game together or show me something on Call of Duty, that means that she's fucking showing an interest in you and what you're into, and that's a good thing. So calm the fuck down. Don't be jealous of your the stuff that you like if girls... That's silly. You know, it's silly and it's insecure. It is. It's an insecurity thing. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, I've played Mario Party with, like, you know, girls and, like, a big group. Dude, it's a blast. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody's drinking and yelling and cursing at each other, and it's, it's just a good time, dude. Yeah. Nothing bad will happen after that. You're in for fun. Yeah. Or, like, the old days of Rock Band when, like... Oh, and, yeah. And, and generally speaking, you know, the chicks were like... Well, let me just rock this bike for a little bit. But then they'd also, like... But then they're like, you know, screw Let me try that. out the drums! Or, like, Weird. I want to play guitar. And it's it's, I'll tell you what, dude. It's pretty cool to see a chick playing rock band, cigarette between her lips, and she's... Yeah. And she's concentrating, hitting everything, blowing smoke out the other side, and just, like, rocking your... Like, um, yeah. yeah, it's fun. Absolutely. I will say this, though. And girls, I don't know what it is. That allows you to be so good at Mario Kart. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. Because I can't do anything about it. Like if you're playing against like your male friends or your brother. You got a chance. You'll win a race here and there. Or maybe if you're playing all playing battle mode. You got a chance to win. Yeah. If you're playing against a girl. She's winning. Yeah. No questions asked. Yeah. For some reason Mario Kart. They own that shit. Yeah. That's true. Even on like on the DS's. Mm-hmm. It's like it's bad. It's real bad. And it's, I don't know what it is. I commend you for your in, inherent racing abilities. But give us a chance. Please. I used to like Mario Kart. It's because they're devious. They're liars. I and almost... Them along. I almost think... Poker faces. You know no, I mean? not They're even, just like... No, not even that. It's like effortless. I think... And they got the blue shell in their pocket. Exactly. I think they purposely... Fall back because like, oh no, I'm in eighth place. How am I ever gonna catch up? Blue shell, they're all gas, and they just come cutting through everybody, and they're like, oh, you're about to hit, you're, you're heading into the home stretch. Okay, fire. Yeah, and you're racing the blue shell. You're like, ah, ah, boom, and then she's like, oh, she gives you the Luigi look. Yeah, and she drives by, and she's you know eating your soul, and then she takes first place. Yeah, because see, the thing is, is that you know Mario Kart is not meant to be. It's not. It's not a serious racer. Like, it's it's not a simulation. It's not Gran Turismo. Exactly. It's not Need for Speed. And guys need to figure that the fuck out. Because you're in there and you're racing. Yes. You're like, 
Fuck it. But see, they've got the logistical shit figured out. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, okay, I got the bullet bill, so I can, you know, swing in at this time, you know, get up to this point, and then, you know, so that'll, you know, give me, you know, this item mm-hmm. that'll get me through here. You know, they've got all that stuff figured out. And see, like, guys... And meanwhile, are... we're just like, I'm in first! I've been in first for two rounds, suckers! Not knowing. Doesn't matter. Not knowing. Even though it's happened a million times, you have no idea what's coming. Exactly. And you know what else, too? Like, guys are like, we're behind each other drafting uh-huh. through a little bit of speed. Yeah. And then we hit the corner, it's like, I'm gonna drift. Yeah. Oh, mm, and you're like, your tires are squealing, and you're, you're getting that little bit of, bit of speech. Like, that's adorable. Yeah. And she's all, fuck your mother. Takes off this huge jump, fires a red shell out of nowhere for the same time. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just bad. Yeah, it's because they approach it with this. And we approach it with this. Exactly. We're racing from our hearts because we want the thrill of victory. Yeah. They just want to destroy everything. Yeah, us included. Give us the game back! And this, this I'm sorry. Good. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> so that's the video game talk Yeah. for now. Um... Let's talk a bit about... Let's let's, let's, let's take a little break. Okay. And then we'll get into some movie talk. Yes. Okay. Welcome back to this week's Something Heavy cast. As we said before, we're kind of trying a little different stuff. So um, you're, if you're on YouTube, you're seeing this in pieces. You're, you're not. You probably won't notice anything different on iTunes because it's going to be just like it always was. But on YouTube, we're trying something a little different. Um, so yeah. Uh, so I guess we got to talk Avengers movie. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, it came out. It did. Um, after being released uh, weeks earlier. In uh, Europa and Eurasia. Yeah, bastards. Yes. Um, finally saw it. Saw it opening weekend. I did too. Uh, in the theater, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved it. Loved yeah. every single minute of it. I did too. Um, I, I do kind of feel like it was probably better for you. I mean, I'm assuming you saw it like like in the evening. Yeah. Do you have a full theater? Uh, it was about 75% full. Okay. There were a few empty seats. See, I saw, like, a really early matinee. I, I took uh, my kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, see, I, I, I have a thing, big big things like that. You know, he gets to stay home from school. Okay. <laughs> and we went and saw Avengers. And uh, was your theater full? Not at all. Um, there was, like, three couples and a lady who brought in, like, six... Uh, preteen boys, mm-hmm. like middle school age. Yeah, that I literally at one point in the movie had to stand up and stare at them with a glaring eye so they'd shut the fuck up. Were they just talking the whole time? Yeah. Oh. Um. But I, I, I think I was scary enough. I shut them up. Okay. Uh, there was only one other point that I, I, I was compelled to stand up, but it was when Vision showed up and it was just, one of the kids was just like, "Who's that?" And I wanted to get up and yell at him, but I didn't. Okay. Understandably, everything, everyone in the theater would be like, yeah, yell at him harder. Yeah. Louder. Well, no, because I, I feel like I feel like I was the only one in the theater at the time who knew who that was. Um, 
I in, see, and in my theater, like it was full, but the people we were sitting around were all. There was an older gentleman sitting in front of me with his wife, and they were all cuddly and lovey during the previews and during the the stupid bullshit they showed before the movie. Mm-hmm. Maria Menounos talking about some horseshit, right. and they're all playing on each other's phones and oh I love you, I love you. The second it said like Marvel, he pushed her head away, right, and like he didn't say he didn't move, not a hair on his head moved the right. entire time. He just right because he was trying to soak. I don't think he blinked. Yeah. He's trying to soak up every inch, and I could tell, like, okay, that guy has, A, been reading comics his whole life, and B, he's been waiting for this movie since he first fucking heard about it. Like, he was like, you are not Hooker, be quiet. Yeah. You're not going to do this for me. Um, and a little further down the road was a, a black dude and his kids, and he made a point of, like, they sat down. He's here neck, near closer to me, and then his daughter and his son, and his son was about you know, maybe seven or eight, and his daughter was like 13 or 14, okay? Mm-hmm. And then he realizes what he's done. Gets like, move. She sits here, he sits here, and he sat right in the middle. Because he was like, there's no way you two morons are going to be talking. Or, I'm, shut up. Nice. And so, like, everybody was just real quiet. And, like, uh, there was, like, a weird moment of understanding between, like, the three adult males who were just like, yeah, okay, this is the zone of silence. Nothing happens here. Okay? But when the vision comes out, yeah. okay, People were like, people who knew what it was were like, oh. yeah. but then, and there's, if you haven't seen the movie, shame on you. Yeah, just, this is gonna be this is gonna be spoilerific. Oh, this, this is gonna be, be horrifically spoiler. Yeah. Okay. So calm the fuck down. I'll put it in the description so you'll know. If you clicked on this and you're mad now, you're retarded. Yeah. Right. Um, when Vision picked up the hammer, yeah, the entire theater was all, oh, what? Yeah. Like. Is he that strong? It has nothing to do with strength, stupid. Yeah. It's because he's worthy. Yeah. Because even though he's a robot... Yeah, he's pure of heart. He's pure of heart. He's good enough inside mm-hmm. to wield Mjolnir. Yeah. It's all that was. And I, I had to explain that to my lady and my two daughters. She was like, is he as strong as Thor? No. Shut up. Let me, t- let me, let me crack an egg of knowledge all over you. Yeah. Listen. That that to me was one of my favorite moments of the movie. Is yeah, when he just he's yeah. he's putting the plan together for everybody. He's moving real quick. I love that he made his own cape yeah. out of his like whatever. He's yeah. like I need a I need a cape. Yeah. And then he picks up the hammers. Are you ready to go? I'm like, yeah. yeah, that was it's awesome. Vision. Yeah. And the and the other thing that was kind of disappointing for me. See that that was the thing is that the movie itself was great, but my theater experience was terrible. Was kind of shitty, and because. I was the only one that laughed at any of the jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, every time, I was just like, ha, ha, ha. That was good. You know? Yeah. And everybody else was just sitting there. And it was a funny movie. It was a very funny movie. Um, that that kind of irritated me. But I, lo- I, I really liked it. I, I thought it was great. Um, I loved that they gave more of a backstory to Hawkeye. I yes. love that he had a wife and kids. I felt like it was redemptive. Like, everybody was, you know, when the first Avengers came out, mm-hmm. everybody was just like, who the fuck is Hawkeye and was he even there? He's got a bow and arrow, who cares? Yeah. And he even addresses it. Yeah. He's like, that, and that was my favorite line in the movie. Yeah. Is, he's like, none of this makes sense. Yeah. The city's the city's flying, we're fighting an army of robots, and I got a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. Yeah, yeah that was fantastic. Yeah, and I, I thought Jeremy Renner was great. Um, mm-hmm. I thought, I thought what they've done with Tony Stark leading up to Civil War... Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I'm tired of fighting. Yeah. I'm tired of being a superhero. Right. This isn't what we signed up for. Right. And then, well, 
what what did you expect was going to happen? And as an audience member, like I was mad at Tony Stark. Yeah. I was like, quit being a bitch. You're the richest, smartest guy on earth, and you fly around in a suit of armor fighting things. Like, what is wrong with your life? Right. Like, get over Manhattan. You lived. Yeah. Deal with it. Suck it up. I don't. I don't think that it had a lot to do with that. You don't think so? No, because it, you know it had. He you know he always referenced you know like. You know what his his original idea at all? Like, Not at it doesn't all. make any sense. Like, because part of part of the reason why, you know, I think that all these characters, like the Avengers and like the way the Marvel, uh, is handling it, and the reason why they're so popular, is because they're handling it in a way where, all these characters are very identifiable. They're very human, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, th- that's what people do. Like they fall in love and shit, and yeah. like they pair up. And not only do they fall in love and pair up, but, you know... They some... do that shit a lot in the comics, too. All the time. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> let's not forget that this is a, a, a story where a robot and a, an insane mutant had kids. Yeah. Which, we of course, then was retconned to be, like, a big old whatever. They didn't really have kids. But you know what I'm saying. Like, for a long time, it was like, yeah, Scarlet Witch and Vision did it. And, yeah. like, he, with his robot sperm, he got her pregnant. I don't know how. I don't know the mechanics behind it. Just it happened. Well, maybe that whole part is not the robot part. Well, because here's the thing. Because they put, they, you know, they put basically... It's synthetic skin. He has a dong. Yeah. He's, he, he has a penis. He has skin. I mean, he's he's not a robot. <laughs> he's an he's android. A, he's an android. Yes. He's a cyborg. He's a, he's, yeah, he's a cybernetic organism. Yeah. And they had kids. Yeah. I, and I guarantee you, when they had sex, they both enjoyed it. Probably a little bit more her, because, you know, you got that robot stamina. But... Well, yeah, and he's, like, all, like, perfect. Yeah, I, that's that's one thing that wasn't fair, is, like, if he's like, I want a different set of abs today. It's done. <laughs> he grew a cape out of nothing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't want a cape. Yeah. Like, why? I just do. Yeah. Um, I, I really loved that he made old Joss Whedon role, Ultron as, like, a fucking brat. Like, a rude, yeah. like, smart-ass sarcastic brat i dug yeah. it i i absolutely i love james spader as you should um i'm a huge fan of the blacklist i don't know if you watch that show. i do watch the blacklist it's a, good it's a show. great show but james spader has always been a fucking amazing yeah he's um even back in like less than zero and pretty mm-hmm. and pink and all stuff yeah he's always been great yeah and he was fantastic he's yeah, great as ultron yeah absolutely great um i my my one complaint, if I had to have a complaint, actually there, there's a couple. Is I I didn't like Quicksilver. No. I didn't like what they did to him. You put it that way. I don't like again. This is spoilers, so yeah. I don't want to hear any complaints. I don't like the fact that they killed him off. Yeah. I don't like that. that. I think we needed him for if he died in the next one, fine. If he died during the Infinity War, no problem. Yeah, but it's Joss Whedon. He's got to kill somebody. That's true. But then, but then again, you know, uh, Agent Coulson is just fine. Yeah, but... In a way. Kevin Feig and, and, and everyone else have already said, yeah, no, Quicksilver's dead. He's yeah, but they said that shit about Coulson, too. They did, and then they brought him back, but I don't know how they would bring back Quicksilver. I don't know. Um, and I, I didn't like the fact that we didn't see more of the other heroes. Like, we saw Falcon at the party. Yeah, where the fuck was he this whole time? He was looking for Winter Soldier. He references that, like he he's like, yeah, no, I, I remember that. But I during just, the Ultron fight, 
Yeah, he, he during the battle with Ultron. I admit he should. I want. I, I kept expecting him to like fly like Cap. Like, where the fuck have you been? And they're still yeah, fighting. Seriously. Yeah, but I was expecting him along with like because when uh, you know Iron Man was like, you know, I've got help coming from the sky or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, you know, War Machine shows up, and I'm like, all right, here comes Falcon. Here comes Falcon. And it's, yeah. Yeah. Falcon. Yeah. That was kind of shitty. Come on, Falcon. Yeah. I wanted to see, I really wanted to see Anthony Mackie more. But I was really happy to see Don Cheadle mm-hmm. in, come in and, and as a war machine yeah. kicking tons of robot ass. That was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, he's got his good story for the parties. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, everywhere else that party, that story kills. Yeah. It's like, what you talking to Captain America Thor, dude? Yeah. Um, I was just going to say that and I completely forgot. Oh, yeah. So I had always thought, you know what I want to see in, in Infinity War? Mm-hmm. I would like to see a, part, a portion of the movie where Iron Man, he's like, I I, he's, I need to go get help. Right. And he's gone for a good chunk of the movie. And then just when Captain America and Thanos are fighting, because as two things I want to say in the movie is I want to see Captain America with, with Thor's hammer. Yeah. He's supposed to wield it during the Infinity War. He's supposed to fight Thanos with his shield and the hammer. Right. And he's still losing, but he's holding him off for a while. I want to see Iron... He, he comes in over the radio, and Iron Man... Like, they start playing, um, like, Spirit in the Sky or something. Uh-huh. Okay? Because you know how he is. Yeah. He has to make an entrance. Yeah. And then Cap's like... And then I want Thanos to be like, oh, what is that noise? Or what is that sound? And then he looks up, and you see Iron Man. Okay? He's flying in. He's flanked by War Machine, Falcon, and if I had my way, Nova. Right. It's the four of them. And then behind them, Guardians of the Galaxy and the Milano. And they're coming in as air support. And they're flying straight in. And they just start blasting away at Thanos. Like, I want to see that. Yeah. Because I want to see War Machine do some cool shit. I want to see Falcon. But I want to see Falcon in, like, a more traditional suit. Yeah. Not just the black and gray. I want right. to see him, like, because in the comics, his, his uniform is, like, orange and red and white. Which, obviously, we're not going to do that. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Just something like that. Yeah. Well, okay. Now, when it comes to the Infinity War, mm-hmm. um... And this is probably the only time this is ever really going to happen because I I read those comics. Yes. The whole Infinity Gauntlet mm-hmm. thing. Um, when I was younger, and it's been a long time, but I re- I remember a lot of it, and I mean, how close do you think that they're really going to stay to it? Because I re- I remember like by the end of it, it's like Thanos and Death on basically just like this rock mm-hmm. floating in space, and like everybody's dead mm-hmm. except for like Adam Warlock well it's if I remember correctly it's Thanos' daughter gets a hold of the gauntlet yeah and she reverses everything he did I don't I'm not I'm not entirely sure that's true because I I think it was Adam Warlock well I know Adam Warlock defeats Thanos in combat and he gets the gauntlet and he tries to keep it for himself but there's like no um yeah and then he he uh he takes the gems out and then he um, disperses it in his buddies and then they become like the the infinity dudes or whatever. Yeah, like no, the, the protectors. The, the infinity the squad or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he kills everybody. Yeah. Like he kills 90% of the Marvel heroes and then the other 10% do like this last ditch battle against him. Mm-hmm. Then they lose and then Adam Warlock. So here's the thing. It, it, because I remember like a lot of it was like he just sort of like teleported everybody there mm-hmm. to fight him and then like half of them were just like oh i'm a regular human this is space dead oh well, yeah because like, can't if you teleport daredevil or captain america to space they're gonna die because they can't breathe in mm-hmm. space. thor yeah. can 
uh, Vision can, Loki can, stuff like that. So my, yeah, like Iron Man can because he's got his helmet and shit. Right, right, and like you know, Moon Dragon, a couple of other people who who can survive yeah. in space, whatever. Um, they initially when people saw Guardians of the Galaxy and they saw that giant cocoon in the collector's, you know. Yeah, that's supposed to be Adam that was supposed to be Adam Warlock, but I think James Gunn himself came out and said that's not Adam Warlock. Oh, really? So I don't know if they're going to do Adam Warlock. If they're going to, I don't see how. Because you got to remember, after Infinity War comes out, we still have the Inhumans. Yeah. We still have other things coming out. Right. So it's like, it, it, I don't see... Yeah, it's like, when is this going to happen? When is when is Adam Warlock? Okay, so I don't think they're going to stick with Adam Warlock. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be it's going to be interesting how they end up doing it. Because especially after now watching... Um, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Like, even though uh, Infinity War is going to be two movies, right? Mm-hmm. I'm still viewing it now as, like, the Avengers trilogy that it's going to be. I, I think it will be. Because Age of Ultron very much feels like, from a, from a filmmaker perspective, mm-hmm. it feel, feels like the middle movie in a trilogy. It absolutely does. Because when they, you know, because the whole thing is, is it's like, the movie starts off, and it's like, that, that amazing fucking battle, know, sequence. battle sequence where it's like here they are they're not doing this they're a cohesive team they're together everything's all right mm-hmm. and it's like you know and then they go through this whole and, and by the end of it it's like they're all splintered off now it's like this movie broke them broke the avengers yeah and that's part. what it was supposed to do yeah so and that is that's second movie in a trilogy yeah shit and and that's so empire strikes back if you yes, if knowing that it's a trilogy, like and I think that was the problem with the Matrix trilogy is that they didn't know it was gonna be a trilogy, and that's why the first movie is pretty good. Yeah. The second one, you're like, what? And then you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um. Whereas in this one, it's like they automatically they hit real high with the first Avengers, mm-hmm. and the team ends up up here. Yeah. And then you start seeing it with, um, the Dark World, the second Thor movie, yeah. where it just takes like a fucking swan dive, and it's bad. Yeah. And especially through Winter Soldier, it's bad. And then Avengers Age of Ultron, they plummet through the basement. Because yeah. now Cat Iron Man left the team. Mm-hmm. He's just going to throw money at them, and he wants no part of it. Yeah. He, I don't even think he's going to let the Iron Legion be a part of it. Right. Hawkeye quits to go be with his wife and his three kids, which you can understand that. Right. Um, and I just want to mention before you go along, is the, the, that whole sequence mm-hmm. in the farmhouse, mm-hmm. which I totally loved. Am I the only person that didn't feel like that was... Like, I wanted at one point... For them to just, like, be on the porch and then look over and there's, like, another farmhouse and, like, the Ninja Turtles are there. And they're like... You were the only one. That felt... It felt like that scene. It did. In the first Ninja the Turtles first, movie. I, I understand, but it was... You're, you're, you're asking for too much. They should have been hanging out. Like, it would have been something if, like, say, Tony Stark looks over and he sees Raphael. And Raphael just... And Tony did the same thing. And they went back with their voice. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. It's like the two dicks on the team are just like, and then, yeah, we have our own. And the turtles like, I don't want no part of your fucking like whatever. We got mousers to deal with. That's what those are robots. Yeah, no, I don't know. I would have liked a little a little seat, like a like an after credit scene where they're just all hanging out on the porch. Yeah, they're just like, and then Shredder did this, and you know, like <laughs> they're all telling stories. Yeah, and the, right. that would have been cool. Like it would have been cool to see Fury and Splinter. Yeah, and he's like, they just look at each other, these fucking kids, and he's like, I know. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It was the it was like it's the second I saw the house and them like going into it. That yeah. was the first thing popped in my head. I was well, like original Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> Raphael's recuperating. Yeah, yeah. Got him in the so, <laughs> like everything, they're they're going out of their way to set up 
Civil War by having all these members leave the team. Right. And then you have the new team of Avengers with Cap, Widow, Scarlet Witch, Falcon, War Machine, and Vision. And see, that's the whole thing is that I, I still haven't gotten around to read Civil War. And so mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about it. Okay, you need to. I know, I do. But see, but here's, like, okay. a lot of the things that I've been seeing is that people have been, like, and, and maybe you can answer this for me. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm speaking from no knowledge. Um, because I've been seeing a lot of people saying that, like, it's weird because it's, it doesn't feel like, like they're setting up Infinity Wars, but they're not setting up Civil War. Yes, and I understand how it feels that way. But what you have to understand is that in the Civil War storyline, there was a, 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 a catalytic event that mm. set off Civil War. Okay. Okay, and what that was is, and again, if you haven't read the Civil War comics, you excluded. Shame on you. Uh, there's a team called the New Warriors, and it's younger superheroes, and they they have a reality show, and they decide to go after this team of like low rent supervillains, um, and they're led by this guy Speedball, mm-hmm. and he's just, his powers are he's super fast. Okay. Because um, we need more of those. Because there's not enough of those. Um, so during this event in Stanford, Connecticut, he they get into this fight with these superhero supervillains, and and one of the supervillains' power is he's atomic powered, and he detonates. Mm-hmm. During the fight, and he they end up killing 600 people, 99 percent of whom were children. They blow up near an elementary school, and like almost all the kids in the school die. Okay. At that point, there's a massive public outcry. Oh, okay. So this is like the whole registration. That's what, and then and then, the tensions between Tony Stark and Captain America were kind of highlighted at the farmhouse. Right. But that that really kicks it in into motion where the president and the nations of the world are like, look, for like the last however many years. You fucking superpowered lunatics have been destroying everything in your path, kicking the crap out of each other, and there's no responsibility whatsoever. Like the bad guys go to prison, mm-hmm. the raft, but what happens to superheroes? You guys just go back to Avengers Tower and you have a party. Like, right. why isn't there any accountability? And so that's what sets off the, the the registration act. Now at first, Captain America's like, well, I don't think that's a really good idea. And then Tony Stark's like, not only do you have to register, but you have to reveal your identity publicly. And Cap's like, fuck you, no, we're not going to put like. Like, if people knew who Spider-Man was or Daredevil was, their families would be at risk instantaneously. Right. And so that's why that's why Cap is like, you can't do this, because the last time somebody tried to register people like this, things got out of hand really quickly. And, of course, him being a relic of World War II, that's immediately what he equates it to. Right. And did, um, I mean, in the comics, did they at least have Magneto just be all, like, at that moment? All, you know what's weird is that all the mutants, even the bad mutants, are like, we're not a part of this. And, like, every funny thing you just plus by is like, <laughs> seriously? Yeah. I lived it. Right. I just want to, I just, like, yeah, that's when he's in the back like, and just float by. Yeah. Not even saying where it's like, fuck you guys. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. But that was the thing, that was always the big thing in the comics that people kind of had, as a fan, had issues with, because a lot of mutants have been Avengers, Storm, Wolverine, what have you. Mm-hmm. And 99% of the mutant population declared neutrality. Right. They're like, we're not involved in this at all. We have our own issues to deal with, and none of the mutants. Because mutants aren't necessarily masked. Right. They fight with their faces uncovered, with the exception of, like, Wolverine and, you know, like, Juggernaut and stuff like that. Yeah, but Wolverine, like, I don't even know why he bothers. <laughs> yeah, because like, everybody knows who the fuck he is. Yeah, because, like, oh, the guy with the weird hair? Yeah, that's what we know who we, yeah. we gotta do. Um, so, they declare neutrality, and they're not a part of it. But it really comes to, like, a loggerhead when... Stark sides with the government and he takes like people who in the comics are traditionally dickheads anyway mm-hmm. like Hank Pym right. and Reed Richards they side with Iron Man right 
Now, obviously, we're not going to see Reed Richards in Civil War. Right. Because the other shitty Fantastic Four movies coming out. Yeah. And I don't care what the trailers look like. It's going to fucking suck. I'm telling you right now. I'm calling it. It's going to blow a giant bag of smashed assholes. I'm, I'm, what I'm going to call on that one is that everyone's going to say, and we're, I'm going to sit right here and say this. Right? This is the blanket of the future. I'm going to say... If you completely remove the idea of Fantastic Four from your head, that movie is... Exactly. Like, it's not going to be like, I hate this movie! This is going to be like, yeah, it happened. It's Exactly. It's just going to be like, yeah, it's... If you you take Fantastic Four out of the equation... Now, here's (laughs) here's the thing about Civil War. It started filming in Georgia. Right. And uh, Sebastian Stan, who plays Bucky... Uh The Winter Soldier. Right. Um, he's already posted stuff to his Instagram that he's at work. Right. Um, what concerns me is that Spider-Man has not been cast. Spider-Man is an integral part of the Civil War storyline. Right. He, he's just as important as Captain America and Thor. Like, Captain America and Iron Man, excuse me. Cap on one side, Iron Man on the other. Spider-Man dead center, because they're both coming yeah. at him. Yeah. And uh, Peter Parker, in the storyline, he unmasks himself, reveals himself to have been Spider-Man since high school... His entire life falls apart after that. Right. Yeah, because he's like the only one that actually does get he, Well, well uh, some people register to avoid going to jail. Right. But he's, he's the biggest one because he's, yeah. he's the most visible superhero. And to be fair, in the Marvel Universe, he's the most popular superhero. Right. But he's also, in the future, Cable, in a different storyline, Cable comes back and, and he's fighting the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And he's fighting Spider-Man, and he's like, it's hard to believe that someone this immature will come to be known as the greatest hero of us all. Right. And he and Spider-Man will eventually become known as the greatest hero of us all. And I say us because I'm one of them. Right. Um, so, it worries me well, that... Well, maybe he has been cast. It, 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 and they just haven't said anything. Right. And so, the leading, as I heard it, the leading contender is Asa Butterfield, who was in Ender's Game. I don't know if you watched it. I did not. Um... The kid looks like he's 14. He's 18 years old in real life, but he I, he looks like he's 14. Okay. Like, he's got a very childlike appearance. So I'm like, oh, shit, you guys weren't fucking around. Right. Peter, Spider-Man is in high school. Right. So we have that to deal with. Right. Now, I, I need to know that Spider-Man has been cast. I don't want that settled. So it's like, okay, fine. Then I, It worries me because, like, okay, then how much is Spider-Man in the movie? Right. Because as I understand it, they wrote several drafts of the movie that didn't have Spider-Man in it. Mm-hmm. But they also had the writers write drafts of the movie with Spider-Man in it on the off chance that something could have been worked out with Sony, which, as we now know, eventually was. Yeah. So, I, I just I need to know what's going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm just... I'm maybe just hold on to hope that they're just keeping it under wraps. Under wraps right That's fine. But I do understand people's concern online, having watched the end of Age of Ultron and where it was going, that, like, okay, it looks like you're just completely setting up Infinity War. Right. Now, now... Okay, but I have a question, too. Okay. Because I was reading a thing where, like, Robert Downey Jr. has said that, like, Civil War is, like, his last movie as Iron Man. Well, no. That's incorrect. Okay. He's still going to be Iron Man in Infinity War. Oh, okay. It, at how much he'll be Iron Man in Infinity War? I mean, like, he's still going to be Tony Stark. Right. But how much he actually spends time as Iron Man in Infinity War, that's up in the air. We may not see him until... suit up as Iron Man until Infinity War Part 2. Right, okay. 
Because if they stick to the to the Civil War storyline, we won't see Chris Evans for a, a good portion of Infinity War. Right. So. Yeah. All right. I I, and I also where the Hulk go. Um, I'm part of me is disappointed that they didn't send him into space and do yeah. World Planet, uh, Hulk. Planet Hulk or even World War Hulk. Yeah. That would have been pretty cool. I'd love to see him on like, Planet Hulk. Because all Mark Ruffalo is like, you're in the movie like tw- 25 minutes. Maybe, you know, maybe... I don't know, they should. They should make Planet Hulk. They should do Planet Hulk. Um, I... And I really wanted to see... And I don't know if we will see. Because they're going to have to talk about it in Civil War. They're going to have to address where the Hulk is. Yeah. They're, and they're, they're just going to have to. And But the thing is, when they released... Did you see the massive cast list that they released? Mm-hmm. With the exception of Hemsworth and Mark Ruffalo, everyone else is in the movie. Right. You have Captain America, Black Widow, Hawkeye. Okay. You have the Vision, Scarlet Witch. Um, you're getting Ant Man, so Paul Rudd is going to be in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. you're getting uh, Chadwick Boseman, who's going to play Chala, uh, Black Panther. Right. You're going to meet him in that movie. You're going to have um, I want to say Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be introduced as Stephen Strange as yeah. Doctor Strange. So is that he's gonna be? He's for sure Doctor Strange. Oh really? Okay. He's gonna have his own movie. All right. He will be in Infinity War parts one and two, and then he's gonna probably go off and appear in other things. Um, he better have the mustache. He needs the mustache and he needs the gray. Yeah. And but I don't want to see the collar up to here. We're to the point where the fabric's like I'm gonna hang and like make weird things. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. All right. Let's go. Yeah, that'd be a little, a little much. Right here. Just below, like, just below the ears. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's just like, oh, okay, I, don't, I can, all right, fine. Not like. Well, he's got a big, he's got a big long head, so they could do that. Well, that's better to come back, has a big long head. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I loved the fight scenes in Age of Ultron. Just that, where it stops in the, the topographical shot of everybody fighting the army of Ultron robots. Yeah. The nerd in me was like, ah, I've waited for this for forever, thank you. <laughs> Everybody's fighting and Captain America's doing all his flippies and kickies and shit and mm-hmm. fucking Thor's beating people down with his hammer and Quicksilver's running around. Now, I did really love Aaron Taylor Johnson mm-hmm. as as Pietro Maximoff. Yeah. I liked his performance better than Evan Peters in Days of Future Past. Okay. I liked that ho- I liked this Quicksilver better than that Quicksilver. Yeah. See the thing is is that I, I think the people that, that you know are just like so happy about the X-Men Quicksilver mm-hmm. is they're just thinking about that one scene where he's running around the room. In the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that wasn't, like, his, I mean, that was mostly what he did, but I think people are just thinking about that specific part. Yeah. Because that part was pretty fucking awesome. It was cool. It was great. But it's like... The rest of the time, the rest like, of the shut is, up. Just stop talking. Yeah. Very annoying. Um... I read this the other day, and, and and it kind of like, I was like, wow, I didn't realize notice this before, but yeah, this is completely true. So, at the end of Days of Future Past, uh-huh. we come back to Wolverine in bed at the X-Mansion with his gray hair all of a sudden, because, okay. Um, and he gets out of bed, and everyone's still alive. Kitty Pryde is still alive, and Iceman is alive, and Gene and Scott and Professor X, they're all alive. Okay. So what that tells me is, Everything that previously happened, and this was actually pointed out online in an article, everything that happened in the previous X-Men movies has all been wiped out. Yeah. 
there's a completely new alternate history of how Wolverine met the X-Men and all that stuff. Like, all of that other bullshit is completely wiped off the map now. Yeah. That's I been... think that was the point. Right, so that the X-Men movies can have a fresh start. Yeah. Okay, fine. And I just it never occurred to me. Oh. I was just like, oh, fuck, that's right. Like, X-Men 3 never happened. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, did two, and you did one. And you did the first one. So now, but Wolverine remembers all of it. Right. And he's, you know, obviously been through a ton of horrible shit. So Hugh Jackman then said, you know, he's confirmed that the next X-Men movie, uh, the next Wolverine movie is the last time he's playing Wolverine. Right. And uh, I'm pretty sure Marvel gets the rights back to X-Men pretty, like, I think just after Infinity War comes out in 2019. Yeah. So. Yeah, I saw a little bit about, because I don't give a shit about the X-Men movies anymore. Even though now they're all reset, mm-hmm. I don't care. Except for the fact that, I mean, Apocalypse is going to have uh, Nightcrawler in it, so... And I did you see that picture of Young Nightcrawler? Yeah, and it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty good. I'm um, gonna admit. I'm gonna admit. You're that one kid that liked Nightcrawler. It's all right because he's the best. Okay, sure. He's got the best power. Then why didn't they go to Nightcrawler and say, "Hey, we need you to travel back"? In the... Oh wait, you can't. Racism. That's not racism. It's racism With because blue. he's blue. Nope. Yeah. Because they hate him. No. No, it's because they needed the best mutant. The best mutant is Wolverine. You know why? Because he can take it. Yeah, but wasn't it in the comics? Wasn't it not even Wolverine? It was like Kitty Pride or something? In Days of Future Past? Yeah. yeah. Kitty Pride. Yeah, because her consciousness was... She was able to... Yeah. All kinds of weird so, shit. Irrelevant. Nope. <laughs> he needed the best. Did you see the picture of... He's the best um, that he is at what he does! <laughs> did you see the picture with the... Uh, um, like Jubilee and... And uh, Jean Grey in their 1980s clothing? Yeah. Yep. That jacket's legit. I'm pretty sure they traveled back in time and got those acid wash jeans. Yeah. The high waisted fucking acid wash jeans and brought them back to 2015. That was pretty good. I was I was offended. I was like, God, man. How, why did anyone let us dress that way? Yeah. Uh, so okay, let me let me ask you this. Okay. This is a little off from what we're talking about, but it's still in the comic realm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not seeing anybody talking about it, and I'm starting to wonder, and I haven't done the research myself yet, but, like, I remember last week they released the cast photo of Suicide Squad. Yes, which was pretty cool. How come nobody's fucking talking about that at all? Um, because I, I, I think, honestly, and this is my opinion, is, like, we're waiting to see how either really good or really fucking bad these I didn't even see it on Reddit. I happened to pawn it on another site. I saw it simply because it was on my Facebook feed. Yeah. It looks pretty good. It, it looks pretty cool. I'm not 100% on the way Harley Quinn looks. I was thinking more red and black as opposed to blue and pink. But I'm, again, I'm doing what everyone else is. I, I, I didn't think that the Batman vs. Superman movie was going to be any good. And then the trailer, the teaser came out. I was like, holy shit, this looks great. Yeah, it does. Now... Having said that, because we can, when we see stuff about a Marvel movie, we automatically get excited because we know what they're capable of. Right. Okay. With DC, we all like. We're still waiting to find out. <laughs> we blew a load over the Superman over a Man of Steel trailer. Yeah. Okay. And then we watched the movie. We're like, what? Like, oh, okay. I still kind of liked it though. No, I like Man of Steel. I, I I enjoyed it, but I was just like, it's not great. No. By any stretch, it's no. it's pretty decent, but it's not great. I'd say it's better than Superman Returns. Anything's better than Superman Returns. Like he's Jesus. I get it. But like it's because seriously, that's what it was. Like yeah. he's holding up the planet and he's ba- he's in a cross. I'm like, oh come on. Yeah. Well, it looks like Jesus. It looks like they're gonna be doing a little bit of that too. 
Well, but but they're going to be doing it in a hypocritical mocking fashion, where it's yeah. just like you know you are not our savior and stuff like that. But I'm when I see a full trailer for something, yeah, I will then like okay, like watching the full trailer for Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. I'm like this is going to suck. Yeah, I don't like it. It's it's not going to be good. I'm telling you. Yeah, having seen only the teaser for Batman versus Superman, I can't say give my opinion like okay. I don't think it's going to be good. It looks good, mm-hmm. but Who I don't knows? know. Yeah. Who knows? So it. But the one thing I will say is that David Ayer, who's doing Suicide Squad, I like that he's doing the opposite of what Zack Snyder did. Yeah. Zack Snyder holding everything like super secret, and like oh, no, you can't see. And, and David Ayer's like, oh look, yeah, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. I think it's going to be a very David Ayer movie. Um. I yes. I don't know how much swearing is going to happen in it, because I, I, as a matter of fact, I just watched Fury, mm. his uh, World War II tank movie. Yeah. And I thought it was fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's great. It was great. Um, it kind of reaffirmed my faith in Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Because he acted his ass off in that movie. You know, he's always been a really talented actor. He's just crazy. Yeah, he's just bananas. It's like, bananas but I remember, I remember watching him as Louis Stevens. Like, this kid's the funniest fucking kid on earth. Like, well, he's going to be such a huge star. Yeah. And then, like, Transformers comes out, and he's pretty big, and then he loses his mind, and everything kind of falls apart. I'm like, what? What's going on? And then, yeah. I don't want to see that movie where he's actually fucking... I don't, I don't want to see his penis. I saw it. You saw him having sex? Yeah. You saw a lot of him having sex? Yeah. I saw I saw both of those movies. I know. No, thank you. I'm all set. Lars von Trier, you're... I'm weird for the sake of being weird. Fuck. Yeah, we, we talk about this. Yeah. But yeah, I'm done Okay. With von Trier. We're so, donezo. But everybody in that movie was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I, that made me an even bigger fan of Logan Lerman. Yeah. That kid is great. Yeah. Um, I, I, he still gets my vote for Spider-Man. He's not even in the running. I'm like, I cast him as Spider-Man. Yeah, that'd be cool. I dig it. Yeah. Um, John Bernthal from Walking Dead mm-hmm. as Kunas. That was his character's legit name was Kunas. Yeah. Um, I like that everybody had a, a war name. Mm-hmm. You know, there was Kunas, and there was Mexico, mm-hmm. and then Bible. Yeah. And then Machine, Logan Lerman becomes Machine, that's his war name, like, right before the big climactic battle. Yeah. Brad Pitt was War Daddy. Yeah. That was fucking stupid. <laughs> Nobody's named, and nobody will be calling him, I would not call him War Daddy. Yeah. I'd call him Don. That's his name. <laughs> like, I am, I rip, you can beat me with Call, your... call him Words. Nope. Subwords. And do you call him War? War Daddy, or you call him Daddy. And if I call him Daddy, he's like, hi, Daddy. Like, that's how it's going to be. Like, I'm not going to be yeah. like, oh, hey, War Daddy. Yeah. There's Germans a-coming. Yeah. No, it's going to be like, Don, they're here. I'm, I'm going to go a little bit with guns. Yeah. Like, that, was, that was the only thing I didn't like about that movie. <laughs> I'm War Daddy. Sure you are. Yeah. So, um, not comic book related. Okay. I saw, I've seen a couple of trailers. Okay. That I'm fucking excited about. All right, let me hear. Um, I just saw the trailer for Mr. Holmes today. Oh, oh yeah, with Ian McKellen? Yes. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. That looks great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's PG. I'm oh, excited about yeah. it. Yeah, I'm going to get... I mean, is it, it has a Disney feel to it. Absolutely. Like it looks like. Absolutely. And I'm okay with that. Fine. You know, so I think he's going to be great. And what else? The one that I'm, like, shit excited about... Um, and See, I don't watch the regular TV. I don't I even have it. So I see like all all my commercials mm-hmm. on like when I'm watching like YouTube mm-hmm. or whatever, and 
every single time it plays, I watch it is the trailer for uh, Black Mass. I am so excited. For what? For Black Mass. What is that? Um, oh, with uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp as Whitey Bulger? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that looks unsettlingly good. Mm-hmm. Him with the those fucking eyes and yeah. menacing. It looks it looks great. Yeah. Um, I can't think about any other movies right now because yeah. I'm just I'm obsessed with seeing Fury Road. Yeah, I want to see it this weekend, but it's probably not gonna happen. I'll probably see it the weekend after. Yeah, I, I doubt I'll get to see. It. Oh, I know for sure I'm gonna see it this weekend. Yeah. Um, I do have to make a confession though, movie wise. Mm-hmm. Over Mother's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um. I went and saw, because of family, mm-hmm. uh, Hot Pursuit with Reese Witherspoon and Sofia Vergara. I don't even know what that is. I've never even heard of it. Nor should you. Um, it's it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, mm-hmm. but it fucking sucks. Yeah. It is terrible. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. should not be allowed to make movies. Yeah. She should be on TV. You go be on TV. Be right. on TV land. Or on, like, a Monday night CBS sitcom. Right. You go do that, and you, you make a lot of money doing it, because some people somewhere are going to find you funny. Right. That movie, she owes me an hour and 32 minutes of my life back. Yeah. And I want it back. Is it, So it's supposed to be a comedy? So basically it's this. Reese Witherspoon is... A police officer in in uh, San Antonio, Texas, and she's in like her unbelievable dad, already. Yep, her dad is this like legendary cop. He was just a good salt of the earth kind of cop, and right. So when she finally becomes an officer, it's a she's like she's nervous, I don't know what she's doing, <laughs> and uh, she accidentally sets the mayor's son on fire with her taser. So she gets the right. She gets demoted from patrolman to uh, evidence clerk. Okay. She's still a cop, but she's sure. just she's an evidence intake officer. So everybody gives her a hard time, and like you know, when she screws up, when when someone screws up, they call it like her last name is a verb. I forget what I think it was Cooper, but like you coopered it. That's what oh, they say. Okay. Because they want to hit you in the face right. with how much she messed up. All right. Like I got it. So she gets assigned to work with this uh, DEA agent to go collect this lieutenant in a drug cartel and his wife, so they can testify against the head of the cartel. Well, of course gunmen show up during the pickup mm-hmm. and it's two guys in masks now just five minutes ago reese witherspoon's character was getting harassed by these two detectives at the at the police station what right so who do you think the gunmen turn out to be i don't know who it's the two detectives what right you can tell what's going to happen in this movie 15 minutes before it fucking happens okay it's like it's like the guys who wrote it yeah like literally like okay now the betrayal has to happen here on this page Okay, then there needs to be another short joke and another Sophia Vergara has big tits joke. Okay, and then, like, you know what kind of thing she's saying joke? Okay, then another short joke. Mm-hmm. It is the most formulaic bullshit nonsense that I have seen in a very long time. Yeah. And I know why Reese Witherspoon made that movie. Why? I can tell you why. Because she's trying to be Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Okay, they both won Oscars, right? Okay. Uh, Reese Witherspoon for Walk the Line and Sandra Bullock for um, The Blind Side. Okay. The football movie. Yeah, okay. Both biopics, okay? Right. Sandra Bullock made Gravity, Mm -hmm. a super serious, like, survival story Mm -hmm. set in space. Right. Where she's all alone for, like, 90% of the movie. 
Right. And then she made The Heat with Melissa McCarthy, which was another buddy comedy of mishmashed cops, and that was actually very good and very funny. Okay. Okay. Reese Witherspoon made this movie called Walk, which is a survival story set out in the, the wilderness. Oh, right, okay. Okay. Then she went off and she made Hot Pursuit. Or was that The Wild? I don't know, I believe it was called Walk. Or maybe it was called Wild. It was called Wild. Yeah, Wild. Okay. Yeah, okay. So then she goes and makes uh, makes Hot Pursuit, which is another mismatched buddy comedy of airs, blah, blah, She's basically doing exactly what Sandra Bullock does. The problem is Sandra Bullock is good. Reese right. Witherspoon is not. So she's 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 doing, she's being low rent. She's low rent Sandra Bullock. Okay. I guarantee you, whatever movie Sandra Bullock makes next, yeah. Reese Witherspoon will make one almost exactly like it. But shitty. But just, it'll be shitty, and it'll be, instead of being on a bus, hers is on a tour boat. Oh, shit. Exactly. Okay. That's, I guarantee you, and when that happens... Soothsay, we're doing on this I, We're doing a lot of predictions, but I guarantee you, Hot Pursuit was fucking terrible. Okay. Fair enough. I'd never even heard of it. Don't watch it. I mean, watch it if you want to see how bad it is. No. There's, there's no, honestly, I sat in the theater, and I, and I watched it, and just like... I'm waiting, this is a comedy, I'm waiting for the funny stuff to happen. Right. And I bet you it's making a shitload of money right now. Um, I know it's getting ripped apart in the reviews. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because... We've had two Paul Blart movies, my friend. Two. That's a good point. <sighs> the first one made enough money to justify a second one. Well, okay, so let's, before I get angrier... So, I've been on a real horror movie kick lately. Okay. So I, I watched... I marathoned all four Scream movies. All right. And I enjoyed Scream 4 more than I thought I would. Really? I actually liked it. Okay. I've only ever seen the first one. Um, Scream 1 holds up. Yeah. Okay. Scream 2 and 3 are fucking awful. All right. Um, then I watched uh, All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. Okay. Another slasher movie. All right. Um, it had the potential to be really good, and it really wasn't. All right. And then I watched the remake, reboot, slash meta sequel to The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Oh, okay. How was that? Not bad. Yeah? It it, it could have been better. The yeah. kills are pretty violent. Um, like, pretty graphically violent, yeah. which I liked. Um, the motivation behind the killers was like, what? But, okay. Oh, they, so they, they, like, went into that? Behind the original killer or the new killer? Because I'm not, I'm not spoiling it for you. You can, because you know. Oh, so I thought it was just a, re- I thought it was just a remake. It's not a remake. It's like a meta sequel. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Because I'm like, they never caught him, so like nobody how, knows what his deal is. Exactly. So, no, they don't, <laughs> they they touch on the original. I mean, like it's like I say, it's meta. It's like they continually talk about the movie and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it was a bad. All right. And then today I rewatched Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that feel? Um, it's still as creepy and unsettling as the first time I watched it. It that movie was made in 1991. Yeah. No, actually, it was probably made in 1989, and it came out in 1991. Yeah. Yeah. Did it? Did it feel like that? Did it feel? In the you know what? It does. 80s, when you see Scott Glenn on this gigantic cell phone. Right. And first, and it's Scott Glenn. He has like dark hair. Like mm-hmm. Scott Glenn had dark hair. Who knew? <laughs> okay. Right. And then you know Anthony Hopkins. He's still old. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not as old. Yeah. And then, like, Ted Levine was thin, mm-hmm. and he had, like, abs and shit, and when he still tucks, and he's wearing the chick's, like, fucking scalp on his head, you're, you're still just like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Is it over? 
Is Goodbye Horses still playing? Because I don't want to listen to that. Yeah. Okay. So I um. You know, for you know, I'm I'm still I'm excited about the Deadpool movie. Yes. So I, I kind of went on a Ryan Reynolds kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. So I, I watched uh, Buried again. That's a good movie. Which is a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. And then I watched um his like newer one, uh, The Voices. How is that? That movie's great. I saw that on uh, at the Redbox, and I was tempted to rent it, but I didn't. It it reminds me of like I don't know. It's it's got this like feel to it of like independent movies when i got when i started becoming an independent filmmaker and getting Mm -hmm. into independent movies like it had it like it gave me that feeling of like fucking making movies is cool yeah um because it's i don't know it's you know he's he he's a serial killer Mm -hmm. kind of and but it's kind of lighthearted. yeah and it's gory, and it's disturbing, and it's really funny. Mm-hmm. And um, I was actually, I didn't know it going in, but, you know, I looked at it afterwards. But so, so you know, I think everybody knows the whole idea is that it's like, he's he, he talks to his dog and his cat. Mm-hmm. And they tell him to kill him. They Well, they're kind of like, you know, the, the angel and the devil mm-hmm. on the shoulder. Like, the dog is, you know, he basically is, like, he just is there to sort of placate him and be like, no, you're awesome. You know, like, don't worry about, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cat's just like, fuck you. You like killing people. Let's kill people. You piece of shit because you're a piece of shit, you know? And he, but he's like, the cat's got this like thick Scottish accent. Yeah. And then like the dog is like Southern. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize, uh, until the end of the movie that Ryan Reynolds did all the voices. Oh, did he really? Yeah. That's cool. So, um, because, you know, it's obviously, it's all in his head. Yeah. So it's him talking to himself. Okay. So he's, he's doing all the voices and it's really good. I don't okay. know. Well, don't tell me anymore because I want to watch it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't care that much for like the ending ending, mm-hmm. like the very end, last like couple minutes. Okay. But you could literally shave that off and yeah. it would be like one of the best independent movies. All right. I I'll check it. it out then. I really liked it. Okay. Um, let's see. I wonder if there's anything else I saw. I was I. I, I wanted. To, I was gonna watch that uh, Schwarzenegger zombie movie, uh, Maggie. Is that out? Yeah, but I, I didn't get a chance to. But I think I'll probably watch it by the time. You watch it, and we'll talk about it next time. Yeah. Oh, and I watched the documentary about uh, Kurt Cobain, the oh. montage of Heck. Is that good? It's pretty good. How about Kirk Cobain? Kirk Cobain. Yeah. I'll watch it. It's on my it's on my HBO Go. I'll watch it. It's pretty good. Okay, I'll check it out. I, you know, I, I I wanted to see it when I went to Sundance because it was there. Yeah. We didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance to. And um, well, I'm surprised at how much of his life was filmed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll watch it and then we'll talk about it. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. Watch both those movies and we'll talk about them. Okay. All right. All right. I think that's it. Are we done? We're done for right now. All right, cool. Next time we'll have more more stuff to talk about Kirk Cobain. Yeah, we'll talk about stuff that's not comic stuff. Or like I feel like I feel like now that Age of Ultron's out and Daredevil's out, Daredevil's out, we can move on. Like we've got a buffer period before more shit starts coming out. Yes. And oh, before we before we go, I have to just talk about this a little bit. 
because Constantine officially got canceled. Yes, it did. And I'm upset about that. And then the whole thing about sci-fi picking it up turned out to be a hoax. Yeah. And um, but apparently uh, Guillermo del Toro is doing uh, some kind of DC something. Justice League Dark. Justice League Dark, and he's considering he's uh, open to the idea of bringing Matt Ryan in to play Constantine. That'd be a smart move. I think so too. Because if that movie is a success, I'm pretty sure the show would come back. Yeah. So I think that'd be cool. Anyway, yeah. I just wanted to say that. All right. Well, so we'll see you next week. Yes. And we'll have a movie time for you sometime soon. Yeah. Okay. Later. Bye.